Okay. Well, should we start with this fun episode? <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Uh, welcome back to Dizzy for Dizzy. Yep. I'm Ashley. I'm Kristen. I know we don't really introduce ourselves anymore, but we have a. I know we don't. We do have a flood of new listeners this season, so. Um, so maybe we should be better at that. Yeah, because we can't. We shouldn't assume that they're like listening to our backlist. You know, maybe That's they're true. just listening by Yonlish or Senchal Kapama. So yeah. So yeah, welcome, you guys. We're happy to have you. Hmm. And this week we're talking about uh, by Yonlish Volume Five. Hmm. Uh, and we are, you'll be listening, if you're listening to it on release day, uh, it'll be Friday. We figured let's release a Bayonlish episode since there's not a brand new episode airing this right. week. So we'll talk about last week's episode. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't think we really have any housekeeping, so we can just dive right in, um, yeah. which is fun because we left off <laughs> in uh kind of a predicament for our hero and heroine. Yeah. It, it ended on a bit of a pickle. I, and I feel like maybe I should have seen it coming, but I didn't. So I was actually surprised by the ending. I was the same. I was the same. And I agree. I feel like I should have known. I should have known something like this was coming. So yeah. Yeah. Cause everything's great. You know, they're all headed to the coast. They're thinking about going out on another boat and they're talking about how this time they're ready. <laughs> they're very, very prepared. Yeah. Unlike last time. Um, but surprise, we hear somebody call Esgi's name and it's Sardar Bay. It's uh, the, or as Osger likes to call him, the gynecologist. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I don't know why that every time though, he'd be like, you're the gynecologist, the gynecologist. Like, I don't know why that always cracked me up. He but. just really loves that he is a gynecologist. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So he shows up and they're kind of like, oh, hi, what are you doing here? And he explains, oh yeah, I had a patient come last minute and then my flight got canceled and I couldn't find another or I missed my flight and then I couldn't find another ticket. So I ended up coming down here because there's actually a wedding that I was invited to. What do you know? <laughs> um, it's his friend Karem who's getting married, mm -hmm. which if you guys recall is the name of a Bruce fiance. So clearly it's the same wedding. Now I just want to say these are some very flexible people because if the day before my wedding, I was getting like 15 new guests, most of oh, yeah. which I've never met before. Um, I don't think I'd be as chill as a brew and her mom seemed to be about it. They didn't mind at all. They were like, yeah, come on. No problem. Yeah. And I guess maybe a part of that is that it's at home on their estate. So probably not as big of a deal as like a venue where you need, um, confirmed numbers and things like that. Right. But I was just like, what the heck? Cause I thought, okay, Sardar Bay, like he was clearly invited. I assume sent a regret initially because right. he was in New York. And then last minute is like, just kidding. I can come to your wedding. And then, and not only does he come, but he brings a plus one. Yes. So does. it's not just him either, which is also a big deal. One extra person is different than two extra people as far Absolutely. as a wedding is concerned. But well, yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I guess at this point, though, they didn't invite it because really all that was accounted for was Osger and Esgi. Mm-hmm. But then her friends are all invited. Uh, Mom ends up inviting her parents to stay and be a part of it. So I guess what the heck is two more at that point? Exactly. Exactly. But it was just something funny I was thinking about. So mm-hmm. um, I guess just like six minute dryers and uh, other things like wedding guests can fluctuate up yeah. to the last minute. Plenty of plenty of room for any extra wedding guests. No big no deal problem. at all. No big deal. So, um, yeah. Um, and I'm going to point something out that I thought was very interesting and it was pointed out to me by, um, our friend Hannah, we've mentioned her before. She said she found it very interesting that for the most part, it seems like, um, you know, there's mention of like, oh, how coincidental that we keep running into each other Mm -hmm. between Sardar and, um, Esgi. But she was pointing out most of those are fabricated coincidences. Like, oh, that's true. Yeah. But but all the coincidences between Esgi and Osger really are coincidences. Oh, that's true. That's a really good point. Because so Sardar have- is the one who's like, oh man, it's so crazy that we just keep running into each other over and uh-huh. over and over again. But it's all been planned. Right. Like the tennis game. Um you know, and so even when they were calling her, like, get over here, like, you better get to this restaurant because he's, you know, gonna wind up meeting another girl. Like, they were, right. they're all these like planned things versus her and Osger can't help, but they're trying to not run into each other. And, and then she gets a job for him and then mm-hmm. she ends up moving in next to him and all yep. these different things. Yeah, that's a really good point. So it's funny, these parallels, because they have a fabricated relationship that's mm. fake, even though they keep having all these real coincidences in their meetings mm-hmm. versus they're trying to make a real relationship between her and Sardar, even though all of their interactions have to be fabricated. So yeah, that's true. Anyhow, I just thought like, all right, cool. I I'm down with that. I like, yeah. I like those parallels. So anyhow, I just had that written down right there. So I wanted to say it before we forgot. Um, so anyways, yeah, we've got a stressed out Esgi because now she's like, oh crap, <laughs> like, uh, I'm here with who I want to be my real boyfriend, uh, finding me with my fake boyfriend mm-hmm. and can't just come right out with that. Although part of me was like, why not? Like, why couldn't she just be like, oh, I'm helping my boss out. His family's crazy. So we're just kind of pretending we're together. I thought the and, same thing. I thought until the end of the wedding, I thought they could just, um, explain the situation because what's wrong with that? They're trying Mm -hmm. to give his mother a certain impression. And if they were to just be forthright about it, then, Mm -hmm. but I, I also understand it's the whole comedic relief. We have all these situations that they're put in because of this. So I get it as far as the storytelling, Mm -hmm. but in real life, you could kind of be like, Hey, listen, his mom is kind of crazy. She invited 50 single women to the wedding. So he needed to get a fake girlfriend and that's why I'm here. Right. Um, Cause yeah, yeah I thought we're friends, we're neighbors. Like, yeah. And yeah. Now I work for him. So we, we just struck this deal. It'll be yeah. over after this weekend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, that's not what goes down at all. Instead we keep making, I keep thinking of this as like a, 
like a ball of mud rolling down a hill that just keeps getting, it keeps collecting more and more messy stuff and getting bigger and bigger as it rolls because oh, yeah. it, it's a hot mess by the end. Yeah. Well, and everybody is kind of panicking. They're all trying to think of something, you know, some way to fix it. And of course, because of it, because tensions are high, Esgi and Osgur start fighting again and they're like blaming each other. And that's just the story of their lives though. So um, I just, I love that because she's blaming him and he's like, what are you talking about? I'm also a victim here. And then he says something about blocking his way so he can't come. And they're like, what do you mean? What do you, how are you going to block his way? What are you going to yeah. do to him? Yeah. yeah. Well, and then he does kind of go like, listen, cause he kind of stays calm through all of this. Yeah. I mean, he's stressed, but he's not, Esgi's like an immediate reactor in a situation and Osger is not. Right. So he's like stressed. Yes. But he's kind of like, okay, we just need to come up with a plan while she's like, Oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like if it weren't for your deal, he wouldn't be here because I would be back on my date with it. You know, she's just spiraling a bit. Yeah. And he's like, listen, it, I'm stressed out too, but I'm not losing my mind. It's time to just come up with a plan. Like we need to come up with a plan. And they initially are like, you know what? Let's, let's call it. Let's tell our moms the truth. Um, and just be done with it. But that squashed pretty quickly. Cause they're like, Oh, so you want to like crush your mother's like, right. Yeah. Before, you want to crush your mom right before her daughter gets married. Like, right. So it's, it's pretty, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Basically. Yeah. Like it, that plan doesn't pan out at right. all, but they're like, okay, let's split up because some of us weren't expecting to be wedding guests. We need to go buy clothes. Mm hmm. Um, you guys go back to the house. We'll meet up later. We'll do everything we can to support you. We'll be yeah. close to you at the wedding and we'll kind of basically deal with it as it comes. Yep. Um, once he gets there, we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. So they're flying yeah. by, by the seat of their pants. Yeah. So, um, as and Osgur head back to the house and we, first we see the mamas all chatting, the mamas and the auntie, and they're just still talking about how much they're happy that they, how glad they are that they met each other, how nice it, it is to have them there. And they hear some voices and they hear Osgur and Eski coming, coming back. And they're like, Oh, are they coming? So they're kind of spying and, but it's, they're not happy. This isn't a happy no. conversation because Eski again is spiraling. She's freaking out as per usual. Uh -huh. <laughs> and we get what maybe the funniest moment in the entire show. Oh, this was the highlight of the episode for <laughs> me. I don't know what noise this is that comes out of John's mouth, but I don't know either. <laughs> but this is like next level as far as just being so over it. He's uh -huh totally done. He's so frustrated. And what he says is enough, Yatar. Mm -hmm. But, but I, like, how can you even explain you, it? It's yeah, not even, <laughs> listen, in the Instagram post for this episode, I'm going to include that clip because, and if you guys watched, uh, on two, what was yesterday, Tuesday, if you guys watched, uh, our Instagram stories on Tuesday, this is, that's when I was watching the episode. And I, can't even tell you how many times I rewound back oh and just gosh. watched that clip over and over again. It caught me so off guard the first time. 
I mean, I was expecting him to like have enough and be like, oh my gosh, you're driving me crazy. I, that is unlike, I could not have pictured that or dreamed that up any better, that reaction. And I'm going to save that video because I feel like it's a really good reaction. Uh, like it'd be a good reaction gif, but you need the, you need the sound with it. Yeah. You get the full effect, but yeah. Oh my gosh. That is peak comedic Yaman. And oh, yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. Yep. So he's just done. He's like, he's like, I'm the calmest person in the world and you've managed to stress even me enough. <laughs> oh so my good. gosh. Oh my gosh. So he kind of tells her, you know, just what is he saying? Well, he real he kind of realizes they're being watched. Oh, that's that. right. That's so right. He, so all of a sudden he changes gears and he's like, Don't think, don't disturb uh. your beautiful brain. <laughs> like, and he's and she's like looking at him like, excuse me. And he's like Doesn't he say, I'll bite you? Yes. <laughs> I thought, okay, see, I thought she said that. Like he was telling her that and she's like, Don't tell me that. I'm gonna bite you. Like, I thought that was her, but Oh, I thought it was him. I thought he was like like, come, come here, hug me. I'll bite you. <laughs> oh, okay. But what he's really doing is pulling her close to say, listen, we have an audience, so right. please play along. Right. And then he picks her up. Because the sprinklers go off. And he twirls her around and the moms are like, oh, look how cute they are. <laughs> so everything's all good there as far as that goes for now. Um, then we switch over to wedding attire shopping with John Sue and Levant. And he's like, he, I creep is not the right word for him, but what is, I, I, I don't know. I don't understand him at all because I don't either. at the beginning when they're all freaking out, he's weirdly the voice of reason. And he's yes. like, we'll just help you through it. We'll figure it out together. Don't tell him you know, that the wedding is canceled or don't tell the moms anything, just everybody calm down. And he's, he gives, uh, Ozan advice in the episode before, but then he'll do stuff like this. Like he weirdly compliments the cashier's oh. ankles and it felt like he, and that's what I couldn't figure out because he was like rushing John Sue into the dressing room. And it seemed like he was wanting to keep her in there for a while. Cause he's like, try this dress on too, like pushing that on her. And then he like looks over and then is like, has anyone told you that your ankles are so beautiful? Right. Uh, and you know, part of me is like, I, cause later on he compliments, uh, Osger's mom's nose. And so I'm like, okay, I know you're a plastic surgeon. So you probably really take notice of specific body parts. Right. Um, I just was like, are you trying to openly flirt with this woman because you're a creep or like, is this just something supposed to come off as quirky? Yeah, it was, he's very hard to read as far as it's, it's just weird. Cause I'll get weird vibes from him where I'm like, ah, you, you're not like a nice guy. You're not, you're not really a good guy, especially to John Sue, because mm -hmm. he's just leading her on. He never has plans to propose as far as we know. And he'll lie and he lies well to her and to other people. That's something that John Sue realizes mm -hmm. a lot during this episode. But then 
he'll kind of be caring for the people around him and yeah he's the voice of reason sometimes so I don't I just don't really know I don't know what his deal is Mm -mm. I can't pinpoint him um the scene switches a couple times but basically what happens here he is like let's buy it all and John Sue's like you don't have to do all that like she's not trying you know she's like trying to make it clear, like, I don't really want or need your money. I think this is him kind of being like, well, if I just do this and I'm constantly like plying you with things and gifts, like it'll keep you, um, satisfied from the things that I'm not giving you. Yeah. I, I was, I got those vibes too. Yep. That he's like almost trying to bribe her and keep Mm -hmm. her happy by no, I'll just buy you both dresses. What about these shoes too? They would go well with your delicate ankles. (laughs) And so it, it seems like he's, trying to find ways to, um, to mollify John. Right. Because he can tell that she's not as taken with him as she always has been. She's starting to notice different things about their relationship. So he is trying to get it back under control. I think. I agree. So basically someone sees them and makes a phone call and is like, Hey, Levant is here in Gojek. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's like, yes, I'm sure it's him. And it looks like he's here with a girlfriend because he had his arm around her. Like, and we're not really sure who it is. We find out later it's uh, the mom of one of his daughter's friends. So clearly she called uh, his ex to be like, just so you know, he's here. So then there's this whole weird outdoor scene where he's like talking to the pigeons. And I was kind of hoping as they flew over that they were going to poop on him. Like I was waiting for that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that was um, all about his goo thing. I was like, what are <laughs> you talking about? <laughs> so weird. Um, but that doesn't go anywhere. Next thing we know, Zainep is calling him. Yeah. And he's trying to be like, oh, I'm in the hospital garden, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, dad, so-and-so's mom saw you. Mom knows. I know. And that never, that doesn't really get resolved in the episode. No. And then she puts her mom on the phone because she tells her mom, oh, uh, Isla said she saw you. Oh, mom, Isla was wrong because he's he's here. He's in he's in the hospital garden. And then she's like, oh, mom said to put her on the phone. And then Mm -hmm. he's just acting like, oh, like she's cussing at him or something. (laughs) Right. He like mutes it before she even starts talking because he knows she's going to like go off. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all we so but yeah then then that's all we know so mm-hmm. um oh we learned that his ex's name is ishil oh. because when that woman calls she's like uh hello ishil so i'm like okay that's zainab's mom's name okay um i don't know if that'll come into play in a later episode or not but anyhow so that's all that drama um meanwhile mama atasoy mm-hmm. kind of has a little heart to heart with ezki yeah. and while on one hand it's so sweet and like warms your heart, on the other hand, you know this is all fake and this poor woman's going to be set up for heartache because she has already like fallen for Eski. Like yeah. she buys her that bracelet, which clearly is a big deal. And you can tell that Eski's bothered by it too. Like she love you can tell she's taken with her and she's like quickly also fallen in love with his mom and sister. But she Every definitely feels guilty. You yeah. can see the guilt written all over her face. Yeah. Um, and then I uh I laughed because then we kind of get the montage of them finishing getting ready. Mm-hmm. 
And I really like Ozge in blue. She yes. Looks, I really like that color on her. Um, and I said, I kind of see some uh, John Deviate because he's not the only one who accessorizes before putting his shirt on. Uh, like, Sorry, though, but can that be qualified as a shirt? Because he's <laughs> going to a wedding with these huge gaping sleeves. I, oh, my gosh. It, it looks like someone took Osley's scissors away after this episode, though, because the fragments for the next one, he's in full sleeves. So That's right. Oh, my gosh. So at least, the scissors, at least the scissors are getting a bit of a break. Yeah, because I don't know. Can you call that a shirt? It, it's more like a giant scrap of cloth. Yeah. Maybe Oscar has a, a cloth allergy and his or his, his arms are just too big for her normal shirts. So Osley has to just shear off the sleeves uh -huh. of everything. <laughs> and I know Giselle's probably cursing us for saying this because <laughs> girlfriend is all about Osley and her scissors. I mean, I don't mind looking at him with, with his sleeves cut out and you know half of it gaping open so you yeah. can see the sides of him or anything like that i'm just thinking if that if my husband were trying to wear something like that to a wedding i'd be like really come on <laughs> this I is know. a wedding this is your sister's wedding your sister's <laughs> wedding no less but this isn't but, real life this is dz land so he can Osger wear whatever does, he wants yep osger does what he wants <laughs> So, uh, but I, I will point out those black pants fit very nicely. So do. bravo, Osley Jim. Bravo. <laughs> uh, and we get a full body check when she opens the door. Oh yeah. A very slow body check. Uh-huh. Slow-mo body check. And he's like, oh, and, you look beautiful. Uh-huh. And she's like, you're not so bad yourself. <laughs> And then she runs back and grabs a flower from the bouquet that his mom had left in um, the room because she had put one in her hair. Yeah. So she puts one in his pocket and is basically like, now we look like a couple because, you know, they're coordinating. Mm -hmm. So then he points out as they're walking out, we probably should make the, it probably would make the most sense if we walk hand in hand. Yeah. Um, then he compliments her bracelet and she's like, actually, your mom gave that to me. And he's like, oh boy, mom really loves you then. And she's like, yeah, I really love her. And it's so cute. But yeah, it's got this dark cloud hanging over it. Yeah. So the wedding has started. <laughs> and then in this shot, when they're entering into the wedding, this is the first shot that we get of his shoes. And <laughs> I, I will take the... Cut off sleeves with his very nice, you know, dress shirt chopped <laughs> to bits and the, the, the jacket that's had its sleeves totally taken off. But who got those shoes? Usley, did you approve those shoes? I, I was like, what are those? <laughs> what are those? <laughs> They're so horrible. They're like fireman boots with those weird straps like the reflector thing yes i i that is my my beef with this outfit okay i will gaze at his arms this whole episode and mm -hmm. not complain about the, the lack of sleeves but those shoes have got to go 
I don't know what those monstrosities are, but I was like. Now, here's a question for you. What shoes would you put with that? Because dress shoes would look weird because of his upper half. He could wear like Chuck Taylors or something. Okay. Even those would be better. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or like a normal sneaker, but not the i i the whole like weird orange things coming off i i was just like i don't know what that is and i hate it and it <laughs> it looked like he had like he had i don't even know they were just so yeah, big hands right now she's <laughs> oh, well and honestly Osley probably embellished them like i'm sure whatever those shoes originally were were not that um now here's the thing though as much of a monstrosity as this outfit was, he still looks good. And that is just the Yaman. He does. Like, like as much as we're like, what the heck is that? He still looks freaking hot. And it's like, imagine anyone else, even a very good look. Imagine like, okay. Uh, Karem Burson. Oh, dude yeah. is hot. But imagine him in no. like, and he's he's big and buff too. I know. But imagine him in those cut off sleeves. It's it's the Yaman magic. It is the Yaman magic. It, that's uh, the only thing that I can attribute that to, uh-huh. because yeah, somehow, somehow he makes it work. He does. Oh he my does. gosh. So, but for the record, I hate those shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, after we get past that, um, Karem and Ebru arrive. That beetle is so cute. So cute. I totally agree. Um, and I love how excited Osger gets. Like, he's like, my princess. And he, like, yeah. runs over to greet her and hug her. I love that so much. And um, Ebru tells Ezgi, you know, because Ezgi's like, you're beautiful. Congratulations. And she's like, don't worry. I wrote your name. Um under my shoe so that you're next. So I'm guessing that must be like a superstition or tradition. Right. Um, and then there's like kind of a sweet little in memory of moment. Yeah. For Baba. For Baba. And, um, Ooh, then this cringy, you can tell Esgi's like, Oh crap, because they want her in the family photos. Oh yeah. And just a word of advice, everyone. (laughs) Include them in the family photos, sure, but maybe take a few that they're not in. Sure, just, just in case. Just in general, like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. You, that you seems just, like a good rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, the rest of the gang arrives, and Denise, I love everything about her look for this. So wedding. do I. So I do love I. her hair, which normally I don't really like. Like that particular style can kind of look a little, um, what's the right, what's the word? Her hair looks like, um, I don't know how to say this. Basically her hair looks unwashed, but like in a really good way. Mm -hmm. Whereas sometimes going for that look can end up making it look like you poured oil over your head and like, they just did it very well. Yeah. Her hair is done very well. I, all of the look, all of the girls' looks, they, I was like, they all look great for this wedding. Yes. Like, yes. Jansu's hair is styled mm-hmm. all cool. Like, she looks very vintage yes. Um, And then, yeah, I loved something about the combination of Denise's 
dress and her makeup and that hair. I was like, yep. that is, this is perfect. They all yes. look so good. Yes. It's like they, the hair and makeup people knew exactly how to complement the features they already have. Yeah. And like up it. Yeah. Anyways, I just, I really, really loved the way the girls looked. Um, but we get a quick pan back to Istanbul at the restaurant. Yes. Like, okay, <laughs> listen, we're clearly turning Gizem. Is that how you say her name? Gizem, yeah. She's like turning into a villain and I don't like it. Like, I'm just kind of over. It always has to be like a jealous woman or a woman who's trying to like tear down another woman because clearly she has issues with Ezgi. Yeah. Getting the job. We kind of got a hint of that last episode. I, I just don't like where they're going with her. Like, well, she seems, she seems to be very, um, oh my gosh, I can't think of the word. I guess driven as far as work goes. And because of that, because she has a lot of dreams with this job, Mm -hmm. she wants to be the head of the company. She wants to move on to the new restaurant um, and be head of whatever, I don't know what that would be, customer relations or whatever Mm -hmm. her job would be specifically. But because of that, because of those goals, she's that's becoming an issue between her and Ezgi. And then we figure out apparently she and Sonar are old friends. You guys, I'm rolling my eyes so bad at that because if they, they seem to be close where he clearly confides in her. Like initially I was like, Oh crap. Are they siblings? Like, of course they're going to be siblings. They're not. I guess that around about the wrong people, but right. Um, you know, they're clearly close Mm -hmm. and, so then part of me was like, cause later on you realize she never even realized that he was ever with Esgi. It, and it's like, they were together for three years and you yeah. never even saw a picture of this girl somehow on social media or anything like that makes zero sense. Sorry. Like it doesn't make sense. And it also makes Sonar even worse of a person because absolutely how could people who are supposedly so close to him never know that he has this three-year-long relationship unless he just doesn't tell anybody about her we already know he never gave her any gifts we know that he never introduced her to his family so Uh but this pislik as as Mm -hmm. calls him rightfully so uh uh-huh apparently wants her back because his fiance mm-hmm. dumped him or right. She dumped him. Yeah. She left, left. Yes, because she they left lost him. the baby now. Okay. <laughs> Don't like this either because I, I feel like that was such a cheap usage of a very traumatic thing. Absolutely. There, there could have, sorry, I, I can't color that any other way. I did not like that. Like it felt like it completely wrote off like the trauma and tragedy that it was starting to like, Last episode, they made it this like really sad thing, you know, because like he had to tell them and it was like, I, just for it to be a cheap, like, oh yeah, we broke up because now there's no baby to keep us together because I only, I, yeah, yeah, I only proposed because she was pregnant and, uh, clearly she knew that because she broke it off with him now that there was not this baby to keep them together. It, it all just. I don't like it. It, it, it feels icky and I, I just don't like it. I don't well, like it. And it, I don't know. I, 
I kind of have issues with it even as a plot device mm-hmm. of Sonair coming back and uh-huh. wanting Ezgi back because Wh- she had that whole conversation with him of yes. why, why not me? Why didn't you want to marry me? What's wrong with me? Yeah. And he gave her legitimate reasons mm-hmm. and I don't yeah. see it's, it's illogical to have this storyline. And I mean, see, I, and I want to say that it's illogical and that it's a stupid storyline to have him come mm-hmm. back to want Esgi. Mm-hmm. But let's be real. There are people in the world who treat their partner terribly. Ab- right. And then after they break up, they want the comfort of that partner back. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a little torn with, with what I'm saying specifically about whether it's a good storyline or a bad storyline. I wholeheartedly agree with you because my initial reaction was I literally wrote down, um, you said yourself that she was more of a mother than a girlfriend. So why in the world now all of a sudden it's like, oh, I had this amazing relationship. No, you didn't because you saw her as a mother. Right. But then like you said, there could just be that whole, it was comfortable. It's what I knew. Right. And three years of your life were spent with this person. So you, you're like, oh, you know, I spent all this time with them. So I miss her. Right. Right. But we're making Gizem the middle of that because she's the one that's going to help him get her back, which again, makes her more of a villain. And I just, I hate the idea. Like, okay, Denise is a great character who's driven, Mm -hmm. who wants, you know, something more than just love in her life. She wants a career and she wants to be successful and she has, you know, all this stuff. Granted, we know there's issues that we haven't gotten to yet with why she doesn't want to be with anyone. Um, but then you, then you just have this character who like is just wants to tear. I don't know. I just don't like that. It's like, let me tear another woman down just so that I can get what I want. Like, right. I just don't like that that's where it's going with her. Like, I never right. thought she was like a, you could tell she was kind of all, always an ambitious character, but that's not a bad thing. And now it's becoming a bad thing. And yeah. I'm not, yeah. I don't like this whole storyline right here with her and Sonair. I don't like it. Yeah. So yeah. Cause basically they have a meeting and she agrees to help him to try to win back Esgi. I right. mean, they have one conversation and he leaves and then he comes back the next day. Then right. he's basically made this decision and Emre is able to read their lips. <laughs> yes, I, like, I, I wrote, I hope Emre is a better lip reader than JJ. And then he absolutely is. Um, so that was funny. And yeah. their, their relationship is interesting too. Emre and Gizem because frenemies. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And he's like, see, I told you that we're partners. <laughs> you have to just tell me these things instead of trying to hide them because I'll find out anyway. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I would describe them as frenemies. Um, yeah. Oh, and also during all of this meeting time with Sonair, she does explain to him like, oh yeah, you saw her with Osger. Like that's not her boyfriend. Like she right. totally tells on her boss, which it's like, that's a really shady move too. Like uh, maybe you don't spill your boss's business. Like, yeah. Especially when you want his respect and you want him to promote you. Yeah. You're not even keeping his secrets. And I love how she has to point out like, oh, he asked me first. Like, anyway, sure. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So back at the wedding, mm-hmm. uh, parents are admiring her. She's all, she's so beautiful. She shows them Savim's gift and her mom is thrilled, of course, because things are 
things appear to be just going really well between mm-hmm. the couple and then with the families. Right. So um, then also, let's see, uh, Jonsu ends up giving Ezgi a pill because she's- That's st- right. She's like stressing out about <laughs> what's going to happen if Sardar shows up or Sardar shows up. And so Jonsu's like, that's fine. I'll get basically like it. It's like some type of sedative we find out because yeah. Osgur's like, uh, did you just take a sedative? Um, and Jonsu's like, don't drink any alcohol though. Like you can't mix this with alcohol. Yeah. He's like, don't worry. I'm not going to drink. And um, yeah. And then there, when Osgur asks her, he's kind of like leaning over her and talking to her. And he's like, but don't worry, I'm here too. Like we're in this together. And he like puts his hand over her hand. Yes. And well, we have a moment. Yes. Well, and um, this is, I, I like couldn't find my spot in my notes, but one, another cute thing is after she shows, Eski shows her mom, her gift from uh, Sevim is uh, Unal actually says the best way to measure a man is how he is his relationship with his mom yeah so clearly Oscar and his mom have a good relationship and Ezgi mm-hmm. is seeing this and she's taking notice of it and I and you just talking about the whole sedative thing I just realized that was totally a foreshadowing mm-hmm. Be, them telling her not to drink alcohol that I didn't even put that together until just now because they tell her not to drink but mm-hmm. she does drink and then oh. something happens later. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I just figured that out. Cause I'm like, why would they say that unless it had some sort of repercussion uh, significance? Later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or repercussions. Yep. Um, yeah. Good observation. I didn't even think about that. So we also, see, we get a little clip of emo- emotional Osger. Like he's watching his sister and just like, I love that. You get this little glimpse of his like vulnerable side. Yeah. And even as he's like, Hey, I see you getting emotional over there, but Hey, you love your sister. Like, you know, it's a, yeah. it's a good thing. Yeah. And of course, uh, feet not is there stirring the pot being like, you guys need to start pushing them together more. We need to get it to where they're going to get married, make sure they start dancing. Like, let's go make that happen. Yeah. And so basically they get pushed onto the dance floor Yes. and they, they dance they start dancing and this next scene like crushed my little heart because Ozon's like, Oh, I know. Ozon's (laughs) like, do you want to dance? And she's like, no. And he's like, okay, well I'm going to go get something to drink. Can I get you something to drink? And she's like, no, (laughs) like she just, and he's like, okay, well if you don't want to drink, I can get you something else. Like, is there anything that you want? Um, and he also tells her, listen, I know I am not very good at hiding this, so I'm just going to flat out tell you, like, I think you're beautiful. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love it. And she's just totally unaffected. <laughs> and then doesn't he say, you know, I mean, the dress is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. He tries to like, yeah. And that's when he's like, is there anything else you want? You know, I'll get it for you. And she's like, there is, but I don't know if you're capable of it. And he's like, whatever you want. And she's like, I want you to shut up. <laughs> I, he's just so sweet. But then, then this is where he makes his mistake. Yeah. He recalls back his conversation with Levant who tells him like, oh, well, if Denise didn't like you at all, she wouldn't even be talking to you. So she does like you. She's basically just playing a game. 
And he starts to tell her, like, I know why you're treating me this way. I know that some women do this. Uh, mm -hmm. And she's like, what the? F <laughs> And she's, she's like, about, what do you mean some women? What is it that some women do? Tell me more about this. And then thankfully for Ozan, right at that second, is it Feet Not who comes up? Yes. Yeah. So she, come, she comes up and she's like, this is the girl I was telling you I wanted to introduce you to. Who's Okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry, you guys. I'm not trying to be negative, but I just really didn't like this. Like. Because, you know, I was like, oh, good. Like they're introducing her to or introducing him to someone, which clearly that's not who he's going to be with. Like we know that. But, yeah. um, you know, I just I hated that she was like, uh, I didn't hate that she was nervous around him because he's a good looking guy and she's like excited to meet him. I'm down with that. Mm -hmm. But they make her all nervous and fumbly. And then she's like, Oh my gosh, like when I heard you were a chef, but but then also that you're this handsome. And she's like, you know, and as you can see, I like to eat a little. Like what I, I don't I know it it, it bothered it, me so much because it was like, oh, here's the, you know, uh stereotypical quote fat girl. Like, and right. I I it I don't it like would have it would have been, in my opinion, it would have been a better uh tack to have it be this beautiful model or something, or just like a normal girl mm -hmm. who's very pretty. And then maybe Denise gets a little bit jealous that he's dancing with this beautiful girl and mm -hmm. he's not paying any attention to her anymore. And it's not the situation where it's, yeah, the, like you said, the quote fat girl and how or she's even, like, yeah, I love to eat. And she's all obnoxious and she steps on his feet. Yes. I'm even down with it being the exact same girl. I'm all for that. Like, I love that. Like, that it's it's not all these just like tall stick, you know, one kind of sure body that's in the show. I am all for that. I just don't like. I was like, oh, inclusive, and then it was like, oh no, not inclusive. You just brought this person in to be that character. Yeah, and it just it just felt really gross. Like he could have been polite to her. He could have been, you know, even like, oh, okay, like Denise isn't really showing the interest, but I'm being introduced to this girl. Like, yeah, let's go dance and have a good time yeah. and just let them have a normal interaction. Like, yeah. because she, I just, I didn't find any of it funny. Like, at oh all. no, not at all. Yeah. And she didn't have, yeah. If she were just a normal person, <laughs> it would have been a way better scene than what yeah. it was. Yep. She it doesn't have to be obnoxious. She doesn't have no. to be lacking in her personality because right. supposedly she's lacking as far as looks, which she's a cute girl. So whatever. Absolutely. Yep. That's what yeah. it's like. Yeah. Why did you even have to point? Like we didn't even have to do anything that pointed back to her body type or anything. Exactly. Like she's just like a she, person. Absolutely. So it didn't like that. And nobody's going to convince me otherwise that that wasn't just gross. No, um, I don't blame you. So um, they do wind up on the dance floor because he does kind of go like, oh, you know, like I'm not really one for dancing and props to Denise for being like, oh, actually you were just telling me how much you love dancing. He's just shy. There you go. Yeah. Now, I didn't love that. She was like laughing about it afterwards. Right. That's a little mean girl, but, um, yeah, anyways, I'll move on. So, uh, We've got some intense eye contact and closeness happening between Ezgi and Oscar on the dance yeah. floor. Yeah. And now when she says when she says you can dance, I'm impressed. Uh. 
<laughs> no, I, they're barely moving because as we all know, the trait that makes Yaman human is that he really can't dance. <laughs> yep. And so I just, I just but that's, that that's one of the reasons that we love him so much. Yeah, absolutely. Because then he talks about like, you know, yeah, I can. Like, I think, I think it's weird that it's surprising to you that you think I can dance. It's not that I can't. It's that I don't really care about dancing. I just care about what the, what step that leads to. Like <laughs> that dancing. I'm about how dancing, dancing is romantic and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. So funny. Too much. So, um, yeah, I, (laughs) I just thought that little bit was funny, but yeah. And then he of course has to make it, you know, uh, something a little, um, carnal, (laughs) uh, and then, you know, as he's like, you're the only person who believes that. And he's like, uh, trust me. So does your gynecologist friend, like (laughs) basically like, uh, men in general believe this. Yeah. And then he's like, wait, our parents are watching quick act like you love me. So funny. Yeah, because they're it's very obvious that they're fighting. Yes. <laughs> so they have to remember, oh wait, that's right. We're a couple and we love each other. So now we get uh the entrance of Sardar Bay and mm-hmm. we get the big reveal that he has brought a date. So he walks into the party because the wedding has been going on for a while now. So he's a yeah. little late. Um, Which is like rude. You're already being a last minute guest. And then on top of that, you don't even show up on time. Exactly. And I knew from the get-go, I was like, all right, he's with someone who we already know because they were very specific about not showing her head or her face Yes. when he helps her out of the car. So I was like, all right, this is someone we know. Mm -hmm. I actually thought it was because earlier in the episode, that girl at the bar that Emre helps but we find out later that she's just looking for Osger. Like, is Osger here? And he's like, no, he's not here. And she kind of storms out when she realizes she's not going to get to see or talk to him. I thought that's who he was going to have brought with him. Okay. Because that just felt very pointed, like that scene. But yeah. I'm guessing it was just like, oh, one of the many who's looking for him. Um, but that, so that's who I thought. I was like, oh, the headless date is that girl from the bar. But I was wrong. Yeah, we find out that his sister happens to be the reporter who Uh did her best to ruin his life by calling Mm -hmm. him Mr. Wrong and spilling all of his personal life tea in a magazine. So she is the date and they come up to the table and it's all sorts of awkward. I said awkward party of eight. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, because obviously they recognize each other. Mm-hmm. But, and everybody else knows that Ezgi is trying to win Sardar. Right. And I don't remember, do the girls know that the, that reporter is who she is? I don't remember how they find out. I, well, I think they find out later because um, when Ezgi helps him that morning, when the girls, you know, face off. He, she, she only interacts with the other girl, the one who was all possessive and, you know. Yes. So I don't think anyone actually saw this particular journalist's face. Okay. Until it's explained. Okay. So, um, 
Esgi puts it together from co- conversation context, I think. Right. And then I just assume that inf- she ends up sharing that information with the girls and they all kind of wind up knowing like, oh shoot, okay, this is even more of a delicate situation now. Yeah, because I I couldn't remember how we got from all of them being together and then then we switch scenes and Esgi is with her girls and she's mm-hmm. explaining the situation of who she is. Yeah. And the girls are like, ah, crap, <laughs> this girl is – like John Sue calls her a dangerous woman. I think she's mm. probably a dangerous woman. So they're figuring out that they need to tread lightly with her and they need mm-hmm. to make sure she doesn't sm- smell anything weird going on because right. she's a reporter. Yeah. So who knows what could come out if she's able to figure out that there's funny stuff going on. Yeah. And they're even suspicious that like she's here to get him back, like start something yeah. up with him. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we've got all that ha- brewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Osgur's checking on Ozon and he has his number down because he's like, uh oh, what happened with you and the lawyer? Let me guess you tried to say something along the lines of, Oh, I know some women like you do this. And he's like, Oh boy, you done walked yourself right in. <laughs> so then he tells him, he's like, Listen, just do your best not to be alone with her today. <laughs> Uh-huh. And then she won't be able to ask you about what you meant. You won't yeah. have to explain yourself. Nothing like that. Mm-hmm. And Ozan's like, great. Okay. Awesome. So Osgur and the reporter end up having a chat. And she, he's like, hey, you got mad at me. But because she's like, oh, am I going to run into your girlfriend here? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, she's, was, she's not even my girlfriend She's just a girl who was crazy and she was crazy after I broke up with her. You got the wrong idea. And then you tried to ruin my life with this article. And she's like, granted. Yeah, go ahead. Well, cause she's like, if you had explained, then I wouldn't have done that. So right. is that what you were going to say that? Yeah. She's like, if you had just said something instead of running away like a coward. Like a coward. Exactly. So I, and I am glad that she calls him out on that saying like, well, you could have told me that instead of just running out the door because what else is she supposed to think then? Like, right. Clearly you're going to think like, okay, this is your girlfriend. I was some one night stand. You cheated yeah. on her and now she's here to, you know, kill me and you don't want to deal with the mess you made. Well, and the girl was calling, was saying outright that she's his girlfriend. So yeah. They had just met. How is she supposed to know that he doesn't have a girlfriend? Right. So she, they kind of mend things a little bit. And she's <laughs> like, oh, how do you want me to make it, make it up to you? But Oscar's like, mom, yes. And Oscar's mom comes upon them right at that time. And oh, man, she's not happy seeing this girl with him. Mm-mm. I love it, though. She, yeah, like you said, she comes at just the right time to separate them. She's like, yeah, they need you over here. So then we put out one fire temporarily, mm-hmm. but now Sardar wants to dance. And Esgi's like, oh, I'm tired. Like, you know, let's just stay here and hang out because obviously she knows how it's going to look if she goes and dances with another man right? at, you know, her boyfriend's sister's wedding. So, but then she sees Osgur with Yashim, mm-hmm. and they're kind of, they seem a little cozy. So she's like, oh, well, if he can walk around blatantly being like flirty with a woman, then I'm not going to worry about what it looks like if I dance with another man. So then she's like, I've got my energy back. Let's go dance. Yeah. And yeah. So then Osgur and Yashim go out to the dance floor. Uh Uh-huh. 
and Denise and Ozon are kind of alone. So she's <laughs> yeah, they there. end up alone. <laughs> so she's about to grill into him again. But uh, that girl comes back and she's like, you said we'd dance more later. Let's go. And <laughs> sweeps him off to the dance floor. Yeah. So he's saved by her. Mm -hmm. So feet not is all worried because they're dancing with other people. But Osgur is smooth and he's like, hey, how about we switch partners, buddy? Buddy old mm -hmm. pal yep. Sardar. <laughs> Here, dance to a slow song with your sister. Yeah. <laughs> so they swap partners and then everything is all kind of better as far as the parents are concerned. Right. But Osgur, he's like, oh, so what's going on? Are you jealous of me? Mm -hmm. And she's like, maybe you're the jealous one. Uh-huh. You Yeah, you took me from Sardar. And he's like, yep. it's because of our moms. Duh. Uh -huh. I I like I like the way the translation read. Because it was he says, I took you out of this gynecologist so that our moms don't worry. <laughs> and I just said, Oh man, what a tangled mess is being woven right now. Because then Sardar is jealous later because they're still dancing. Yeah, they're and dancing for a long time. Mm -hmm. And so he, John Zeus sees that Sardar is getting restless and upset and basically is like, Levant, can you help, like, I don't know, do something to like ease his uh, jealousy or explain this away because this yes. is going to be bad. So Levant winds up smoothly telling him, listen, don't, don't tell anyone else this. I thought he was just going to spill the beans about the fake relationship at this point. Right. Like, listen, I don't know how else to explain this. So I'm just going to tell you, but don't breathe a word of it. Right. Well, that's not what he says. He's like, Osgur's in love with your sister and wants to get her back. So he's doing this to make her jealous. And he's like, oh, well, it's working. Okay, good. Because I was about to give up on her. But if that's all this is, then okay. Right. So we're just more and more and more lies. Yeah. Like, well, and John Sue sees this because mm -hmm. he comes back over to sit by her and she's like, wow, I never knew how smoothly and easily you could lie, Levant. This is really new information for me and it's uh -huh. very interesting. I'm very impressed by this, but yep. you can tell that she's, she's not actually impressed and she's right. really bothered mm -hmm. because she's thinking if he can just spin these lies so quickly mm -hmm. right off the top of his head, what does that mean about our relationship? Yep. I do love that she's seeing this and she's not really wearing the rose colored glasses anymore when it comes to him. Not at all. I'm glad. Um, I will be even more glad when it comes to a head and she, you know, dumps him, but mm -hmm. anyhow, so it's a mess. Uh, Sardar ends up asking Ezgi to dinner once they get back to Istanbul. Yes. Like, should we go to dinner? And she's like, yes. Then mom and stepdad come over because they see that she's talking with this guy. So they want to meet him. Yes. And then it's more of a mess because they're like, oh, do you work at the same hospital as Oscar? Like, you're a doctor too. Oh, my goodness. Like, well, because he, they're about to introduce them because uh, Eski calls her Anim. So mm -hmm. Sardar hears that and he's like, oh, did you say mom? Oh, nice to meet you. I'm and so mm -hmm. Esgi starts coughing like a crazy woman, and his her mom's like, "So we need a doctor. Uh -huh. <laughs> Where's there a doctor?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm a doctor. Don't worry." So she's like, "Oh, you must work with Oscar," <laughs> and it's all 
but everything just keeps piling on right at the perfect moment. Yes. And so John Sue takes her mom away. Everybody kind of like grabs at the parents to just get Mm -hmm. them away from the table so that nothing worse happens. Yeah. Well, so they, but then they wind up saying that her mom has memory problems. Yes. And then he's like, well, you know, my dad is like a world famous neurosurgeon, right? Like I can help you. And she's like, no, no, she's on a treatment plan. Like I'll keep that in mind. Then Abru comes over to the table and she's about to sing Esgi's praises as Osgur's girlfriend. Yes. And that's when Esgi passes out. Yeah. And at the moment, you don't know if this is real or if it's fake. Right. But what I said that I had just realized is I think she passed out because she took the sedative and then she was drinking. Mm-hmm. And I think that combination made her pass out for real because we cut yeah. to the next morning. Of course, Osgur catches her. Right. Which, I mean, you must always have a strong man present when you pass out. That's what I've learned from Turk Dizzy. Yeah, that's the number one rule in Dizzy land. Yeah. There has to be a pair of strapping strong arms to catch you. Exactly. Uh, Otherwise, you will never pass out. Nope. You won't. <laughs> You'll only do it when there's a really hot guy around to catch you. Um, but yeah, we go right to the next morning, which I thought was weird because I was like, oh, all right. But then later in the episode, we actually get to recount what happened. So yeah. I was like, okay, I should have known. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're basically kind of recounting the craziness. Poor Ozon had got a heel or two to the foot several times because that girl couldn't dance. So he's like, he's like nursing his, his injured foot. Sardar, Sardar calls to check on her. He's like, we're headed back to the city, but I just, you know, I wanted to make sure you're okay. She's like eating it up. Cause he's like, he's just feeding her some serious one-liners cause she has it on speakerphone so that Ozra oh, yeah. can help her. But so everyone can hear this conversation. Ozra's like, majorly rolling his eyes at the stuff this guy is saying. Well, cause uh, Sardar is being all flirty and mm-hmm. he's like, I was, uh, yeah, I was affected too last night, but it was by you. Yeah. Not by drinking. And I couldn't take my eyes off of you. You were so lovely. And Eski's mm-hmm. all happy. <laughs> Oscar is just not impressed. Nope. Yeah. He's got that very like Michaela Moroni, not impressed meme. Oh face my going gosh. On. So, yeah. And it's funny because once she gets off the phone with him, she doesn't seem super duper thrilled either. Like, no, she is lacking in excitement, in my opinion. Um, meanwhile, we've got Auntie making trouble again. The parents are hanging out. They're each singing the other kids' praises, like how much they love them for their child. Like, you know, Esgi's mom's like, Osger, so this. Osger, so that. Osger's mom is Esgi, so this. Esgi, so that. Everything's mm-hmm. good. Um, so they, this leads to a chat about marriage and ticking biological clock and (laughs) kind of push them because they're young and modern. They're not going to rush into this, but they're, you know, they, they're not getting any younger. Yeah. All this stuff. So it's like, okay, I'll have a serious chat with Osgur about asking for Eski's hand. Like that's what this all leads to. Yeah. Um, and they all decide the, the gang all decides they're going to have a day at the sea before heading back home. Um, so as they're getting ready for that, mama goes in and starts talking to Osgur. Yeah. And, and we help. get, we get two more parallel scenes here. Yes. Osgur's mom comes and chats with him and then Eski's mom comes and chats with her. 
and they're both basically saying the same thing. We see the two of you together. We think that you need to really think about marriage. Mm -hmm. You guys obviously get along really well. We love them. We love their family, et cetera, et cetera. You guys aren't getting young, any younger. Yeah. And you know, I like that both moms too, like, cause Osger's thing is like, mom, we're just kind of starting out. Let us get to know each other. Like we don't need to rush. And she basically says, listen, there are people who've known each other for 10 years and then they get married and they get divorced after three days. She's like, then you have people who've only known each other for three days, like me and your dad. And we had a happy marriage and still would if he was still alive. Yeah. And then Ezki's mom, you know, is like, listen, I have a feeling about this one. And she's like, well, mom, I had a feeling about all these other ones too. And she's like, yeah, but I knew. What did I say about the guy who was just using you? I told you he was just using you. And then he was. What did I tell you about the guy that I thought was a thief? And what What do you know? He turned out to be a thief. Yeah. So she basically is pointing out she was right about all of her past boyfriends. Yeah. So she has a feeling about this one and she's right about it too. So clearly that's foreshadowing. Yep. Um, not for anything anytime soon because it's a hot mess by the end. But, right. Um, you know, we – I feel like that was foreshadowing like, oh, see, mom already knows, even yeah. though they don't. Yeah. So yeah, it, this just leads to more guilt. Um, and then we get a quick trip back to Istanbul with just Gizem being like a dictator, which again, yeah. I don't like this either because it's like, if that had, you know, it's like, I don't want to get to whatever, but I'm going to like, if that had been a man doing all those things, like telling people to not stand around and talk. Yeah. Because they're on the clock being paid to do work, mm-hmm. you know, then it would just be a man running his business. She's keeping the ship running while osgar has gone, but she's like this dictator jerk, you know, trying to be like a hard ass basically. Like, I don't yeah. know how else to put it. And I just, ugh, I just don't like it. I don't yeah. like it at all. Um, yeah. So anyways, and then again, we get more of the whole like you know, confirmation that she's going to help Sonair because he's decided he does want Esgi back. And she's like, well, then I've got you. We're going to do this. And this is when Emre reads the lips because they're outside on the patio. He right. figures out what her plan is. And, you know, you kind of touched on that. So, um, well, and yeah. she leverages the whole situation into her favor because she basically is like, okay, I will help you get Esgi back. But once you're back together, you have to force her to quit this job. And it's also that she can get the job that she wants. Mm-hmm. Yep. So again, she's they're just turning her into, into a villain. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, whatever. Yeah. We, yeah, I think we've made it clear how we feel about that whole thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so the, the gang is all going to go swimming. And Ozge and Osgur <laughs> <laughs> and Ezgi have to do damage control. Yeah. Uh, so they're all kind of brainstorming together. They're like, you know, what are we, what are we going to do? How our moms think that we're perfect for each other. They're expecting marriage. Now we need to get them off of this situation. Yeah. And it leads to them bickering, of course, because that's what they do. Exactly. And then Levant gives them more advice, which, (laughs) but he winds up with the idea that they go with. He does. Yeah, he does. I, because he basically is like, <laughs> just act like your normal selves. <laughs> right. Just act like, just show them this side of you that you are because you guys are always bickering. Exactly. And, and they'll, they'll know that you're terrible for each other. Yeah. And then they'll t- 
tell you to break up. <laughs> but then he starts going on about men acting a certain way oh at God. the beginning of when they have a crush on a, when they want to like a woman and they mm -hmm. act like gorillas and they're jealous and they're trying to puff themselves up and look strong and amazing. Yeah. And then he talks about, um, he, what else does he say? He says something about, he kind of says, I know he winds up saying something like basically men act a certain way, but women also act a certain way. And I think kind of like we, they put their best foot forward type of a thing, like to reel us in, but you know, there are certain women who are, you know, basically for fun. And there are certain women who are marriage material. That's right. Because then John Sue gets stuck on the idea like, oh, I see. So like, I'm, I'm the fun girl. Like he's well, never going to marry me. And Denise um, asks him straight out. Oh, so you're saying some women are for marriage and other women are just for fun. That's what you're saying. And he nope. kind of backpedals a little bit. Well, and that's when he's in that one, uh, Osger kind of hops down and helps at this point. And he's like, it's not discrimination. It's evaluation or like something like that. And I'm just like, okay, love, let's be done with this. I don't like, it. I know, I know. And Levant's like, yeah, I hate discrimination against women just as much as everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Like, ag. Okay. I'm not very convinced of that, but whatever you say, Levant. No. So, um, then we have Osger and Ozan. They kind of have Osger's trying to get him to come out to the ocean with him. And he's like, you know, the sea will be good for you. And he's like, oh, I know. And he's like, not that, because Denise, <laughs> like, not that one, the actual ocean, you dummy. And he's like, no, I've got to nurse my foot, basically. And so Osger's like, all right, see you later. And he's like, <laughs> He runs. He's ocean. like a puppy. He's like, who's going to come swimming? You guys want to swim? Who's going to come with me? Come on, guys. Let's go swimming. <laughs> I was just cracking up at him. That was my immediate impression. I was like, he's like a puppy right now. Is. Like, let's go play. Let's go play. Come on, guys. Yes. And then uh, this is when John Sue and Eski kind of have some girl talk. This is where John Sue reveals, like, I feel like I see even more now that I'm just the fun girl. Yeah. You know. Um, things like that. So, because she also, I think then at that point reveals that they were caught, you know, yeah, the whole, like they knew we were out here. Um, his daughter knows, and he still didn't, you know, just come clean about their relationship. So, nope. yeah. So then we have <laughs> another firecracker moment between Ozan yes. and Denise because Denise is like, She's going to do some tanning mm -hmm. and these two guys flip over and start gawking at her. Yeah, yes, they're totally. And Ozan sees this and he's like, oh my gosh, these, look at them. They're staring at her. So he comes over and he's like, hey, if you want, we can switch spots. And she's like, why would I need to switch spots with you? And he tells her, well, these guys over there staring at you. So I thought maybe if they were bugging you that you would want to sit somewhere else mm -hmm. and she flips out. And Oh my gosh, here's the thing. The points she makes, I'm like, yes. you know what? You are right. Cause she's like, you know, she does wind up looking at them straight out and being like, I'm sorry. Have you never seen a woman before? Like yes. turn around and they do. And she, and she kind of tells uh, Ozan like, yeah. If anyone's going to move, it's going to be them. I'm not moving from my spot just because they're the ones being creeps. Yes. Which I love. I do love that. 
But I also loved that he was concerned and was yes. like, hey, listen, like not trying to sit next to her, like, oh, come sit where, come sit with me and Tan. It was and like, he oh, wasn't trying to portray ownership of her or anything no. like that to deter the guys. He didn't right. even step in and say anything to them. Yes. So I really liked the way that he handled it. I, I did too. But so it's like, I loved that. But I also loved that her thing was like, no, I'm not going to move just because they're the ones being creeps. So yeah. yeah, I, I liked both sides of it. I didn't really think either one of them was wrong or the jerk for either, you know, offering that or not accepting it. Right. Um, yeah. So then John Sue at this point is acting kind of aloof to Levant, kind of cold shouldery because again, she's coming to all these realizations. He's trying to be all sweet and goofy with her. Well, then I'm sorry. <laughs> I know that you supposedly think she can swim, but this is a, this is a, I'll just say, this is a jerk move. It is a jerk move. My note literally says jerk Levant pushes her in. Uh -huh. This is like what your, what your boyfriend does when you're 13. Right. And he's like, hey, hey, let me push you into the pool. Ha ha. Or like the boy that, that has a crush on you but doesn't know how to express his emotions because mm -hmm. he's 13 years old and he mm -hmm. pushes you into the pool. Right. <laughs> so, like, so, of course, she starts having like a panic, all this stuff. Because even though she's not in that deep of water, she doesn't right. know how to swim. So she's yes. immediately panicked because she also wasn't expecting to be in the water. Because right. who thinks that their adult boyfriend is going to shove them into the ocean? <laughs> Nobody. Gosh. So it's just... It's, you know, we pan over, the girls are helping her recover. She's humiliated because now everyone knows she can't swim. And he's like, well, I thought you could swim. And she's like, yeah, because you were basically making all these comments. So I basically implied that I could. And he, and instead of him feeling like a jerk, he's like, huh, at least I didn't do it while we were in the boat. Can you imagine if I had just picked you up and we jumped into the water, which then makes Ezgi and Osgur recall him doing exactly that when they were right. on the yacht. But yeah, just Levant saying that. I'm like, you're a turd. Like, he is you don't even feel bad that you humil humiliated her. So he does. Um. So basically, after all this, the parents now show up. Yeah. <laughs> so it's time to put on the act of bickering and arguing, and you know they do in a very exaggerated way. And I like this because her stepdad can see that she's upset about something. So he like kind of approaches her on his own. Like, yes. hey, I know when something's bothering you. And I love that they seem to have a really good relationship, especially because she's clearly hurt about the fact that her, you know, biological dad doesn't give two craps about her. Right. So, um, you know, but she makes, she winds up making up this story that owes, cause he's like, come swimming. And she's like, well, I can't because Osgur won't let me. He won't let me be seen in a bathing suit. Like, I have to stay covered up. Of course, her stepdad's like, what? That dude's out there, like, half naked, like, frolicking around. You can't be in your bathing suit in the ocean. Like, who does he think he is? Like, I did love this because, like, the timing was so perfect because Osgur comes back and he, like, tackles the moms. He's all wet. <laughs> They're all laughing. And yes. then Unal sees him. He's like, what the heck is wrong with this guy? And the moment when <laughs> when Unal rips his shirt off, because yes. he's like, "Come swimming, uh, uh, Amja Unal," like you know, yeah. and he's like, "Oh," and he's like, "Yeah, with Ezgi," and he like rips his shirt off, <laughs> and he's all sticking his chest out, yes. and 
he's all he's looking at him. He's all, yeah, I'll go swimming with Esgi. We'll all go swimming plus Esgi. <laughs> so of course Oscar has no idea why he's being this way. And you know, he just knows that there's weird tension. Yes. And um then so yeah, that whole scene happens. Then when Esgi's near the moms. They're all talking, and Ozger's looking out somewhere, and Esgi's like, where were you just looking? And, and girlfriend gets. <laughs> she's like, well, you were looking at I saw you. And I love this because at that moment, <laughs> Oscar is getting sunscreen put on by both his mom Bye. and his auntie. <laughs> like a little boy. <laughs> And meanwhile, Unal is like twirling his mustache and staring oh daggers God. at him. <laughs> so they're like putting the sunscreen on his back. And as he's oh like, well, what were you looking at? What? Well, that's just like, no. Yeah. She, and then she runs with it. She's like, you're looking at those women. I saw you. Mom tries to like interject a little bit. Like, no, no, that's not what he was doing. She's like, yes. And you know what? Because you're surrounded by women at your job all the time. She's like, you know what? You can't work at night anymore. As a matter of fact, you just can't work anymore. Like, that's <laughs> it. And it clear, it's, you know, mom and auntie are like, what the heck did we, are we trying to push on our son? Like, yes, they're scandalized. They're just gasping. Yes. Like, what, what is she saying? I can't yes. believe this. So she, when they're in the water a few minutes later, as explains like oh by the way I told Unal that you wouldn't let me swim because I'm in a bathing suit and it's funny because he's like oh like really like but I really love him and like we got along so well and now he hates me I know and And then she says the same thing yep she says the same thing she's like well I love your mom and now she's gonna hate me after this but we have to do what we have to do right so but it is working so then they start having you know, other guy, because he sees that they're being watched. And so he's all of a sudden, he's like, no, I want you to stop seeing the other guys you're seeing so that we can be exclusive. And, you know, and he's like, listen, like, and the other thing too, like, I need you, I need you to maybe not, um, be so strict on the no kids thing. Like, because they're they're like going back and forth yeah he's like he's like well you can't see other guys while we're together and she's like then you're gonna stop seeing your ex all the time and he's like well then you need to reconsider the fact that you don't want to have any kids and both the moms are like (gasps) no kids and then I love it because she's like, well, I don't want my body to be all deformed. That's a long time to carry up another I, human being. And, and so then I they, won't do it for nine months. And he's like, well, what about five? <laughs> and the moms are like, can a baby even survive at five months? Like, what are you talking about? You can't just, you can't compromise how long a pregnancy is going to be. Oh my gosh. Oh my it's, God. Because then she even says something like, well, maybe it'll only be three months or something. Right. Well, and at that point, uh, Saving just passes out. Passes she- out. <laughs> She's heard too much and she can't uh-huh. handle it. So they, she comes to and uh, Levant is trying to get everybody to back away from her. And yeah. Esgi's like, oh, are you okay? You scared us so much. And she looks at her and she goes, yeah, you scared you me scared too. <laughs> so it's clearly they're accomplishing what they set out to accomplish. Yes. 
And so it's kind of like, all right, maybe we should all just head back now. Like, let's call it a day. We should head back to the city. We should go back home. So uh, it's funny, though, because Osgur's like, uh, Ozan, how are you going to drive if your foot's injured? Uh-huh. Which is funny because it's his left foot. You don't really need your left foot to drive. But do like, they drive? Do they drive on the right side no, of the road? They, oh, they drive on the road. we do. So, uh, yeah, but anyways, it's fine. All that. Maybe for- it's a clutch. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. It's a manual <laughs> transmission. It's, it's not an automatic. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So Denise is like, oh, that's fine. You can drive back with me. And he gets all happy like, oh, okay. And then she goes, so that we can continue our conversation and you can tell me what you meant yesterday. And Osger, his like laugh. <laughs> <laughs> It's like his little evil chuckle, like, oh, yeah, you're in for it, bro. Like, have fun with that. <laughs> I love so, it. So, yeah. Um, oh, man. So the, the parents, parents, yeah, they basically both agree. Yep. That, oh, maybe we were a little bit hasty. Mm-hmm. And they all have an awkward goodbye. And they're like, we should let the kids get to know each other longer. Let's not pressure yeah. them into anything right now. Everybody just calm down. Yeah, And then they tell the kids not to rush. They're mm-hmm. like, you know, just don't, don't rush into anything. Uh, talk to each other, spend some time together. Yeah. So that's kind of that they've convinced the parents fully. Right. So John, uh, John, I, I promise I'll stop doing that. You guys, this is the first, we're almost done. This is the first time I've done it this episode. So I'm making progress. Um, Osger points out to Esgi that they're a very good team because they accomplished what they set out to. Yeah. But neither one of them looks very thrilled about the fact that they were a great team with this. Right. Um, They just won't admit it. So they're going back basically like to get ready, packed up um, to to home. And he recalls the night before and we get the blanks filled in for what happened after she passed out. Yep. He carries the bed. He is concerned for her because he's kind of like watching her like, and it's very sweet. He like, you know, again, he's a hair man. Oh, like totally. Because he like moves her hair out of, you know, her face kind of places it. And, you know, so we go, okay. So he took care of her. Then when Eski's packing. Yep. She has a similar moment because, and these, the memories are seemingly triggered by the flower that they each mm-hmm. had. He and his lapel mm-hmm. and hers that was by, behind her ear. Mm-hmm. So they're looking at these flowers, thinking about the night before, and Esgi's thinking about it, and she has her memory of waking up after passing out, and she's laying on her bed, and she looks over, and there's the big bear man asleep on the bed right next to her. I was like, he, how could he look so big, but also so adorable? So adorable. Oh my gosh. So... Yeah, she she turned and he obviously fell asleep and he probably was worried about her right. because of the fact that she passed out and and had taken a sedative. Exactly, exactly. So he slept on her bed next to her to make sure everything was okay. Yeah, and she didn't hate it because Mm-mm. she gets all smiley about it and just closes her eyes back up and goes back to sleep. She could have woken him up and been like, "I'm fine, go back to your room." Yep. So, yeah. So now they're saying, they say goodbye to the parents or to his mom and it's awkward because she goes to give her a hug. Yeah. And we pointedly also see that she's not wearing the bracelet 
that, yes. uh, that she gave her that she was like, I'll never take it off. Mm-hmm. So I took that as like, she's just feeling so guilty that she didn't feel right putting it on. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing maybe even she left it at the house. I don't know. That's what uh, I think because she pointedly looks at her wrist in the car. Yeah. So I, my guess is maybe she left it on the dresser mm-hmm. or on the bed or something as like, a, yeah. I understand and I'm not going to keep this token of affection when right. obviously I don't deserve it anymore. Yeah. So it's just funny because, you know, she's bummed that his mom doesn't like her anymore. And he's like, but you must be happy because, Hey, the game is over and you don't have to be my pretend girlfriend anymore. Yeah. But then they both just sort of look forlorn and it's like this depressed ride home. Yeah. Neither of them looks happy. Nope. And then she just kind of looks out the window and the episode ends. Yeah. So it's that, that little moment is interesting because the rate they turn on the radio and a song comes on and they have these moments as the song is playing where he'll kind of gaze at her for a bit as she's looking away. Mm-hmm. And then she, he turns away and she looks over at him as he's looking away. So they're clearly considering each other. And mm-hmm. I think it's also kind of in light of the song, which is playing, which says something has been happening to me lately. I wonder why loneliness runs through the wet squares of my soul look through the foggy window. The world is in darkness. You should know why. Open the door and enter. My soul is waiting for you. So it's a very sweet song. And that's, he kind of repeats that line a couple times. Open the door and enter. My soul is waiting for you. As they're gazing at each other. So we have a very big clue (laughs) that they're not happy that this little deal is over now. Right. But because seemingly they should be done because she's, she's got a date lined up with Sardar. The wedding is over. So he doesn't need her for, for that portion to be his fake girlfriend anymore. Right. So it'll be interesting to see how this continues to develop and how they're going to continue to kind of be stuck together. And one thing they kept saying throughout this episode is uh, kismet. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that that means like destiny, fate, that like, because even in English people will say, oh, it's kismet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just thought that was interesting that that kept coming up, that particular mm-hmm. word and different characters kept saying it. And the fact that like you and Hannah were talking about all of Oscar and Eski's meetings and the ways that they've been getting thrown together, those seem to just be fate. It just seems to be happening. So my guess, my assumption is that as the story continues, the same things are going to continue and fate will keep bringing them back together to where even though things are quote done. Right. But they're still neighbors. They're now, uh, she's now his employee. So we probably have some clues as to how the immediate future interactions are going to play out. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm curious now with Sardar truly in the mix now, mm-hmm. uh, because I'm assuming they will go on this date um, since it's been now almost six episodes coming. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's true. <laughs> I'm assuming this date will actually happen. And I'm wondering what, 
how Osgur is going to play into all of that. Cause you yeah. know, it's not just going to be like, they go on a date and it's great and wonderful and nothing happens. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm excited. Should be good. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how it all develops. And where uh, Sonair also plays into all of this. Like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's, um, so, yeah, we'll see. I'm still curious if that random girl at the bar is going to show back up later. I, d- I just felt like that was so pointed of a thing that yeah. she was there chatting with Emre and then like storms out when Osgur is not there. Like, it just felt like something. So, yeah, I'm curious if she'll show back up either. But, hmm. anyhow, um, so we know this wasn't a brand new Why Yonlish episode, but we do help it hope. Wait, we, ugh. wow. Let me try that sentence again. We hope it helped fill the void until there's a new episode next Friday, uh, where we can see how this all plays out. So, um, yeah, if you guys, uh, want to come find us on social media, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and our Facebook page all at dizzy for dz You can shoot us an email, dizzy for dz podcast at gmail.com. You can join our Facebook group, the uh, link will be in the episode notes. You just got to answer a few questions uh, to make sure you're not like a spam account to let you in. And uh, we also have a merch store. I know we always link to it, but we haven't talked, we don't talk too much about it. Um, but we do have a merch store on Zazzle that you can find in the episode notes as well. And if you'd be so kind, if you uh, enjoy listening to us, uh, fangirl and giggle every week, uh, if you would rate, review, and subscribe on your preferred podcast platform, it helps other people find us. So um, we will see you guys sometime next week with uh, our next episode will be uh, Senchal Kapama volume four. So that'll release sometime uh, early next week. So until then, good news. Post your call.